What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Uh, it's the first week of weekend of the new year, as in coming to the weekend, the first weekend of 2021, man. Mm, yeah, and yeah. I think we're barely six to eight days into 2021, and it's shaping up to be even crazier than 2020. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I thought I thought the the twenty twenty one started uh crazy when I found out that Harry Styles is apparently dating Olivia Wilde. Oh, uh, why is that news? Uh? That's news to you. Uh? No, because it's news. I mean, because Olivia Wilde was uh, I remember my first crush on her was when she appeared on the OC, a oh. show that I watched, I was obsessed with for one season. And after that, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? All these good looking people in some super rich place in the US live a life of mm. problems that feel just like. Uh, not relatable. Mm, and then see. Harry Styles. And then there was news that Kim and Kanye are getting divorced. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's them what tragic. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so at that point, it was like, oh my God, what the fuck's going on? And then what the, the events of the past few days, both in Singapore and abroad, have been very interesting. Yeah, I mean, we last week we talked already about the, the high-speed rail being derailed. And uh, this week yeah. is uh, even more exciting stuff, uh. But uh, and and te- technically the high speed rail being derailed was the first big news of twenty twenty one like because that was on first gen right correct correct uh yeah god damn but the one the one you could I, I guess you could I mean it's hard to say uh, whether it's a really good or really bad thing or what like, of course everyone loves to be able to travel more and travel for shorter uh shorter times but um yeah like, that could have been in some ways some people are saying Singapore also dodged the bullet like, right oh really yeah. Uh, I mean, pardon the pun, uh, bullet train, but the, in the sense that um, I think that since we released the podcast, there was some chatter about Malaysia insisting that they wanted to have their own uh, appointed person, uh, appointed company running their side of the operations. Uh. So mm. Singapore wanted a neutral third party to, that was agreed on by both governments. So it was a big sticking point. Oh, this is just like maybe, maybe dodge the bullet in the sense, you know, like when you... You could hook like get together with a toxic a toxic it's boyfriend a, or girlfriend, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. right? She looks like <laughs> Olivia Wilde, but she's That's she's crazy like Harry Styles. She's just wild, yeah. She's or, just she's wild. crazy like Kanye, la. <laughs> Yeah, that's why exactly. Yeah. Wow, that that story must be so damn juicy, man. Yeah, so damn juicy. But yeah, but this but yes. this week we have even crazier yeah. thing that that happened that probably Fucking everyone is talking crazy. about. Uh, what what yeah. what was the one thing that is on everyone's lips these couple of days? Uh, before we get to that one thing on everyone's lips, we have to get to the one thing that we have to say. Yeah, 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 correct, <laughs> correct. And I mean, over the past few weeks, we we got some validation that our plug generally does work. So mm. thank you to all those who have followed or helped support it. Mm-hmm. But our one plug is that if this podcast has at any point in time or is currently bringing you some joy, making you smile a bit or even making you a little angry, right? Mm. It would be great if you could share that emotion with someone else by just passing them a link to this episode or any episode of your choice. Mm. That's it. Uh, the the yeah. last, I think a, a lot of people seem to enjoy uh, the big debate we had in the last in the last podcast about the Cavani <laughs> and uh, you know the insult and the racist racist uh, the racist punishment he got from the FA. A lot of people seem to enjoy the fact. Not they didn't enjoy the debate so much, but they enjoyed the fact that we got. We both got them riled up by by the debate, <laughs> uh. yeah. And then they they further went on to stoke the flames of the fire in Reddit, uh, by like saying who they agreed with, who they didn't agree with, and all that. 
It's quite interesting. Yeah, but that's quite interesting. Yeah, but that's the point of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's the point of the podcast. I mean, like, I did get riled up during the podcast, but after that, yeah, like, that's part and parcel of creating content and having differing opinions and sharing it in a civil way. Yeah, I, I don't know what you did after the podcast. I like throw a dart at my at a bullseye with my face on it or something. No, like, I just became racist after that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no like, oh no, it's that's the beauty of the podcast is that you jump on it. You know, you debate furiously and debate vigorously. I mean, even if you're not like super primed for a debate, you know, just just going there and hearing differing viewpoints opens up your mind a lot. Uh. And that's why I always yeah. say being open-minded is a superpower. You know, it, it's you think that everyone can do it, but no, not, not, it's, it's really not that easy. Yeah. Then uh, there was uh, something that was an issue with our podcast hosting platform also. So the end of the podcast, it, it cut, off, cut you off at some point as you were waxing lyrical about Resident Evil. Then one of my friends messaged me. He was like, "Hey, you're so pissed off with Terence that you never let him finish speaking." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought no, that but- must be deliberate, lah. <laughs> because after that, I messaged you. Then you were telling me, "Hey, no le, I upload. It was okay le. I upload the full file. Usually, no problem le. No, no usually when original- any time there's some technical fuck up, usually you're the one who's the most kanchong about it. But then you were like trying to downplay this so much. I was like, hmm, very suspicious." <laughs> No, that's why at first I thought, oh shit, did I subconsciously do it? But no, the file was exported perfectly. It was something yeah. to do with our podcast hosting platform. Uh, okay, but we okay. rectified it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's all good. Yep, yep, uh, yep. But but what we spoke about last week is just like pales in comparison to what we're going to speak about this week, which unfolded yesterday. La. Yeah. Which Correct. was what? Uh? Basically, um, pro uh, group, I mean not a group, la, a crowd of pro-Trump supporters stormed the US Capitol, uh, which is where the Senate uh, was having a, I think they were having a, ratifying the election results, right? The mm, results mm, of the election. Mm. Basically, it was a formality where they were rubber stamping the election results and uh, a group of pro-Trump supporters stormed the Capitol and forced the interruption of the event and, and everyone inside to flee and they got all the way to inside the actual chamber itself and, and they were taking photos and it was kind of ridiculous. I mean, four people actually died in, um, in these so-called riots between the the police and the, and the National Guard and the rioters. So it was, um yeah, it was a huge, it's a big deal because um, this is the first time that the building has been breached or, or damaged like that since I think 1812 or something. When, when I think 1814. 1814 or something like that. Yeah, some yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy, um, yeah, some crazy date. So it was a, yeah, it's just for, for for the country that everyone for years and decades and has thought of as the bastion of free speech and democracy and all that to see, you know, just writers go run loose and just occupy the whole, the whole Senate, which is like the, you know, where democracy and debate happens, right? Uh, it was just very, very jarring. And how did you hear about it? Uh? Uh, I mean, I woke up very early today because uh, it was my turn to wake up the baby, you know. Then, uh, mm. yeah, it was just all over, splashed all over the news and everything. I merely switched on the TV off, feeding the baby to to try and keep in touch with what was going on. But uh, I think by by that time, when you if you were awake in Singapore around 7 a.m., uh, everything has sort of stabilized already. It's just that everyone was still reeling from the aftershock. Uh, so, People are trying to get details of who died, how they died, and 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 um yeah, what what's what's the next steps, You know. Yeah. So I mean, to give the the context, right? Capitol Hill 
is is uh I mean I used to get confused about oh which one is Capitol Hill, which one is the White House and all because I'm 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 an idiot like that. Mm. But Capitol Hill is the fucking huge building. Like. The White House yeah. actually is quite underwhelming. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, quite yeah. small. Yeah. Capitol Hill is the one that got destroyed in Independence Day. Mm-hmm. You know that movie that probably a lot of boomers are familiar with. Correct, correct. Um and yeah, it is a very, very significant building. Um, it was start, it started being constructed in 1793 mm. uh, and the, the place to situate the building also was selected by George Washington no? that's how fucking old it is and it's the one that yeah. like, like you said like Independence Day the they, yeah. the alien spaceship goes above it and then f- destroys it like, right? blows the fuck out of it yeah, yeah. that's a very iconic iconic shot like. yeah yeah, and it's huge. So so I think I first caught wind of it when one of our common friends messaged us in a WhatsApp group saying, oh, like, rioters storming Capitol Hill. And I was like, oh, okay. Eh. But then when I Googled it, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then if you look at the overall timeline, right? Um, Yeah, I mean, it, like, it, today when I was reading up on, like, the commentators in the US, both left-wing and right-wing, and it seems one of those few times where it's generally unanimous like this is one of the worst days in America's history mm-hmm. because I think America yeah like what you said they've been seen as the bastion of democracy and all that and I think they hold it very close to their hearts like that you know freedom of speech and they have a very strong constitution everything is you know the second amendment first amendment constitution 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 but in this case they are literally going against the constitution mm-hmm. because the vote has happened uh, I think Trump's lawyer Rudy Rudy Giuliani has tried sixty-two times in yeah. court to prove some sort of voter fraud or something, and nothing has been confirmed. So, all signs point towards a fairly legitimate election, lah. Mm. Um, and then they just fucking storm like that. And then you look at the pictures, holy shit! Yeah, it's, um, it's really flooded with like when when they said yeah, same as you when they said rioters, I thought like oh, small group like maybe twenty yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was thousands, lah. <laughs> right? It's fucking crazy, and then. I mean, there's one thing about um, a ground-up movement to to riot. La, but I guess the thing that added like all the fuel to the fire was the fact that Trump, if you look back, right, he mm. kind of he kind of set the context for this, no? Yeah. And um, I mean, even in on December 19th, he he literally tweeted big protest in DC on January 6th, be there, be wild. Mm. And there was a rally on the morning of 6th January mm. where he kind of literally said verbatim. We're going to walk down there and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down to the Capitol and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, it's fucking... I mean, that that's what happened and to the extent of what happened, yeah, they were breaking windows. They were scaling walls, no? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is so ironic, right? You know, Trump is all about let's build a wall to keep people out. Fucking, mm. his supporters were scaling walls with ropes. It really looked like a movie, man. Yeah. I thought the... the, the because the, I think the senators were literally in the chamber at that point in time. And then when they heard yeah. that the building was under siege, they started to take cover. They started to bring out gas masks from under their yeah. seats and started wearing them. <laughs> then there are pictures of the senators like lying on the floor, you know, like trying to avoid gunfire if there's any. And it just looked like, you know, that opening scene from Tenet, Tenet right? Where they run yeah. in and then like there's an opera <laughs> or something going on and... And have, like the people running around shooting each other. That's what it looked like in the pictures, uh. And then, um, oh. on the outside, like uh, yeah, like, people smashing windows and just like, s- like streaming in through broken windows or broken uh, open doors, uh, and just yeah. And in fact, it, in fact, it didn't look too violent when you looked at some of the pictures because they looked like they were just walking into like a national monument. I <laughs> said that they were carrying flags and some were guns and, and you know, all of them looked like basically 
the the, the stereotypical Trump supporter lah. That's all lah. That's the only strange thing. Dude, then like. I mean, you see so much disarray outside, you know, fucking climbing walls. Literally, like, it looked like an obstacle course. Then they go in, they nicely walk in between the velvet ropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking photos. Yeah. It looked like one big tour group or something that just brought them to Capitol Hill. Yeah. And then there, someone took pictures at Nancy Pelosi's desk yeah. on the Senate floor in yeah, her yeah, office. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing quite ridiculous outfits and all that. So, so yeah. that's a funny thing that it was that they weren't exactly there to destroy property or or what like th- of, of course I'm sure I'm sure some property got damaged and windows got smashed and all that and then people got hurt uh, but but it wasn't like one ton like uh you know like smashing like the pictures or anything like that like right they, it was it was really like a show of intimidation uh, I would say uh you know yeah. to try and intimidate whoever was inside the 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 room uh. I mean, if you listen to interviews that uh, like BBC reporters did, you know, with Trump supporters, and they were very, like, I think the BBC, there was one excerpt uh, you can find online where she, they said, oh, but, you know, he is, uh, Joe Biden is going to be sworn in. So, I mean, what what are you going to change? And then the, re- the interview interviewee, who's a Trump supporter, just said, oh, we'll see about that. You know, we'll see. Mm. Um, you know, tyranny, tyranny has been the enemy of the state or tyranny is is propagated through safety and security and we're going to rise against that. And holy shit, man, it looked fucking ridiculous. Like. And um, I mean, when you say the gas mask just now, right, it's yeah. not just like some regular N95 gas mask, right? It's an yeah. escape hood, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is meant to protect the wearer for up to 30 minutes from carbon monoxide, chemical, yeah. biological, radio- radiological, and nuclear contaminants. It's like a it's like a hood with a fan and shit like that. Like. Yeah, correct, so, correct. It was like red alert in the in the Senate floor, lah. But I mean, after all that happened, because like uh, and if you look at Trump's video, I think that was the worst part. I think about three hours after the the riot, where mm-hmm. he told them to go home. Yeah. But the way he like kind of emoted it was very weird. He said, you know, go home, be safe. You know, we love you, but you know, we want peace and all that. Yeah. And these are the rioters who are fucking just destroying property and going against the constitution. So that was fucking weird, yeah. Yeah, and he said he said like, "Oh, you're very special to us everything." Yeah. Uh, but 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 I think uh 2 hours about 2 hours ago, now it's about, about almost 11 in the morning. About 2 hours ago, um I think Trump released another video this time mm. when he more strongly condemned uh the violence and the 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 people who did illegal stuff during the during the marching and all. Uh. So so mm. I think he's you know he's he's doing it about face because he's realized like a lot of his supporters, uh, can uh, supporters within the Senate and all like rep- other Republicans, really cannot accept like that something like that uh, hasn't been condemned by the president yet la. And yeah, and I think the fact that people died apparently yeah. the latest count is five no. Oh, is it? So four confirmed. I think five suspected. Mm. Have you I ever been caught in? People- I mean, just just our interest like because. I think in Singapore, like riots and, and all these things like like that are very are quite foreign to us, lah. Uh, yeah. I mean, except once in Little India it happened, lah. Right, but um, yeah. Have you ever been caught in a situation like that where, 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 where you could potentially see someone you know getting a heart attack or getting into clashes with police and then some shit happening? I think when I was in Tokyo, uh, there was a very peaceful kind of. What was actually was that a protest or just a? Some sort of mass gathering. Mm. I think when I was in Athens, mm. um, there was I was there was something nearby, la, but, Is it the one where but, you were you were about to fight with the guy for making you buy a fifty dollar <laughs> fifty euro drink? 
That was the riot. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was the riot in my head. Oh, the riot on the street was something. I think a few days prior, and then last year in Hong Kong, in the vicinity of la, like nearby, but haven't been uh, up front, uh, front row la. What you? Uh, I I was once caught in a, I think in a snowball fight. When I was uh, traveling in, uh, when I was in Whistler in Canada, Whistler is a ski resort lah. Then I just went mm-hmm. out for a walk alone at night, like this way past ten p.m. Then I just chanced upon this like a big group, like, I think at least twenty people, uh, flinging snowballs at the balcony of this hotel lah. And uh, there was some mm-hmm. dude, there was some dude who was up there also. Here he was throwing like I don't know ketchup bottles back at them or something like that lah. And then the police came and then they they arrested some of the people throwing. That I I just happened to be walking by then the one of the police also grabbed me. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" I'm like, "Dude, my hands are warm. I didn't. I wasn't playing with snowballs." And he just get the fuck out here. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh shit! I almost got arrested." But and that was cool, uh, You know that I almost got arrested. But apparently, what had happened? I asked around. Was that the the guy on the balcony had mooned? He mooned the this bunch of kids walking by on the street, lah. <laughs> And then they weren't very happy, so they started throwing snowballs into his hotel room and all that. And, and it was it got pretty crazy. <laughs> what the but fuck? Yeah, yeah. So there's, there, I mean, I can see how, you know, just in the ensuing chaos, like it's very easy to if you're just an innocent bystander, you also can get in trouble or you could get a heart attack and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this is a very true thing because if you imagine, like you know, like it's like being at a football stadium or something, like you know, when mm. you are passionate about one thing on your own, that's one thing. Yeah. But when you're with like thousands of other people, emotions can get high, like. mm. The only time I think I remember this happened was when I was in primary school. I think primary two mm. during music class, like normally the teacher would say, "Okay, uh, open the windows." And for some reason, it was a big thing, like, for people to run up to the windows and pull it down. And it was those kind of louver things, like you know, where mm. you just pull it down and. There was like some unsaid competition of how who can pull down the windows the fastest. So I ran up. I got fucking excited, and I the one window was stuck. Mm. So I was pulling so hard that I literally took my feet off the ground and I was hanging from it uh. And then the glass broke. Oh. And I got scolded and kicked out of class. The glass broke, <laughs> but then do you get do you fall to the ground or anything? Oh no 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 no. No, I said I I was like a, maybe a foot off the ground with my knees stuck oh. So I I got back on the ground. There was shattered glass everywhere. Oh. Every, the whole frenzy stopped, and wow. then I realized what the fuck am I doing? You're As like, an eight-year-old boy, fucking wow. idiot. You're like a crazy. You're like you're like one of those pro-Trump supporters who's smashing the windows. Hey, fuck you lah, okay. They smash windows down there. They're like, oh <laughs> fuck! Like, do I dare to enter? Do I dare to break the law and enter? You know. So. So after that, after looking at all that, and I mean the images, you yeah, there's some guy who's I think going viral now for wearing like a like a horned costume, yeah, yeah. uh, like bare chested and all. So they really put in effort, and yeah. I can imagine them seeing this as an outing also, lah, right? Yeah. You know, they've been so pent up. Everyone is pent up because of COVID. Mm. But after looking at all that, what 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 are your thoughts now? Um, I no, it's not good, lah. It's not good. As in, um, I just just for context, I also happen to be. Uh, reading Obama's, uh, listening to Obama's biography, like autobiography, and um, mm. it, it's it's a very long read. But he talks a lot about his feelings, his fears, his thoughts uh, at every stage of the the way, Like when he was thinking of running for president, you know what people advised him and why people advised him certain ways and all that. And um, he talks about one very obvious thing that that um, other black people also came up to him and told him maybe you shouldn't run for president, like, You know. In that um yeah they were afraid for his life uh, basically assassination was was a, a very big thing hanging on a lot of people's minds oh, that if you have a black president uh, there's a good chance that he'll get assassinated la. um mm. but you know this was in 
the early 2000s when when there was a sort of decorum in politics and and if if an assassination was to happen it definitely you wouldn't be able to so easily identify pro bush supporters or or you know pro uh, other republican people supporters like pro mitt romney supporters and nothing but now like pro trump supporters is like a whole group that you can identify by themselves like you know they just they just don't believe anything that's told to them they just only believe what trump tells them and and when trump tells them to you know let's let's march down to the capital they i mean you you see what happens uh, this is what they really do uh. so imagine if someone says like you know like joe biden's old and and you know and and everything already why we'll see about that whether he can really run as the president well what does that mean like you know there could be a lot of mm. things being planned around that so it kind of it's kind of scary in the sense that um i think bit by bit donald trump has has made it accessible or or even has made it a realistic thing that people can carry out violence against one one another lah, without without yeah, repercussions because you know that video that he said you know go home go in peace uh, go peacefully and all that yeah. there was another recording that i heard on the bbc news podcast where uh one of the trump supporters played that message on a loud hailer amongst the rioters and literally after that he said trump is at the top of the chain of command if he says go home we go home mm. so it's almost like that kind of godly status no? yeah yeah correct, so correct. so and but i mean i was just thinking about it like um it's it's uh how you say uh, because you know there's always this debate on like the okay the one thing I understand about the Second Amendment, which is mm. the right to bear arms, right? Yep, yep. Um, just based on the history, it was it was put there. The Constitution was amended to kind of fight against potential oppression and all that, like you know, mm. to resist oppression. And then you always hear the American dream and all, right? And it almost feels like, um, okay, so you know you know the rhetoric in the US is you know you can always achieve what you want you know like mm. rules are meant to be broken mm. you know like anything you do first and ask for permission later mm. and all that stuff so it feels like looking at this uh, I'm not saying I don't feel bad or com- compassionate or empathetic towards them because people did die la, but yeah. it almost feels like it's the it's the dark side of the American right. dream you're saying, you're saying yeah it's inevitable Right. No, not say, not say, not say. It's inevitable. It's a fucking hard thing for them to contain, mm. Because that, in some way, has made America the country it is the 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 capital of innovation and all this shit. Because if you look at all the innovators, the people who are celebrated in their industries, you know, it's all about doing things differently from how they have been done in the past. You know, breaking mm. rules, breaking conventions, and in some way, Donald Trump is fucking smart, whether consciously or unconsciously, to use that as as that, okay, we will never settle, we will never accept, mm. and we will always rise up against the fucking, Tyranny. The, the boomer equivalent, yeah. the boomer equivalent of politicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it just blows my mind. And because also you couple that with, uh, with the incident in Singapore in the same week where we found out that the government is using our data to that could potentially be used in the courts of law and all that. Mm-hmm. It's like two fucking extremes, man. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. I mean, and, if anything, like... Uh, uh, yeah, like, just just observing um, Americans in general it, because they've been under a microscope since Trump came to power. It's just really yeah. then you really feel like okay, like, at least Singapore they did certain things right, like. I mean, well, what what things like one is like I think is like uh, how alcohol is you know in Singapore eighteen years old you can get silly drunk already, and so by the time you hit twenty one and you 
you know, go university and all that, it's like, uh, it's like, do you really need to get silly drunk? Like, whereas we, we, I think we talked about this before where in America, like getting drunk is like this, like before you're 21, getting drunk is like the coolest thing ever. Like, you know, like, yeah. yeah. And so, and so there's one thing. Then the other thing is guns or like, I guess because they know the propensity for hot-blooded young males to like think like killing is cool and having a gun is cool and everything. So they say, okay, lah, we throw you in the army. Then we force you to have a gun. Every day you have to sign in and sign out for the gun. If any missing parts, then you have to stay, you have to stay, sign extra if you miss lose any part of your gun. Even the rifle sling you lose also, you sign extra. <laughs> then we end up like, I think by the end of the two and a half years in army or two years in army, I would say like 90% of the guys I know are like, fuck guns. Fuck guns. Like, I'm never, I don't give a shit about guns. I don't want to know what is fun about guns. There's nothing fun about guns. I hate them. Cleaning guns is like the worst thing ever. It's like doing shit. Whereas in America, because they, they, you know, they just go through life and then they're told that having a gun is a right, but you never really, uh, you're never really forced to do it. Then those who discover it and then they discover hunting and the outdoors, then they, they suddenly feel very empowered by it, like, you know? So so that's something I yeah. realized when I travel through the more rural parts of America. Yeah, like, like you can just walk in Walmart and then like there's a whole section dedicated to hunting and guns and camouflage and night vision goggles and all these things. And all these things are things that will make Singaporean men the stomach churn. Because like, it's fuck like, that. Oh, fuck, more <laughs> equipment, more equipment that I actually have to sign extra for if I lose it. You know, whereas fuck for that, them, man. they buy it as a hobby. For us, it's like, oh, more, more saikang for us, you know. So we really don't, yeah. we, you hardly see Singaporeans who are obsessed with guns. Whereas I see a lot of Americans who are, you know, very into their gun rights and all. Yeah. So it's almost like the, the context of America, just from an outsider's perspective, I mean, it just feels like, wow, shit, this it's ripe for for going the wrong way. Mm. Thankfully, mm. for the for the past century, I guess. I mean, after the world wars and all it I mean the, the America was seen as a leader of the free world, mm. right? That's a term you hear a lot. Yeah. But being a leader of the free world where every citizen thinks they have a right to make change, which can be very powerful, mm. also will lead to this kind of shit. Yeah. Because yeah, the Second right. Amendment is to fight oppression. If you're feeling oppressed, then in your world, if you're American, if you're American, you feel like, yeah, I'm I'm following the constitution, right? Yeah. You're following the president right. in this case. The president yeah, the is president. saying that this is bullshit and we need to do something about it. Of course you do yeah. it. Right? Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. So I I mean now the memes coming out of like uh, Kim Jong un talking to Putin, you shared one, right? Yeah, that was yeah. fucking funny, man. Hilarious, like having huh? phone calls like bro. Bro, are you bro. seeing? Are you watching, bro? <laughs> Because they've all been quite quiet, right? Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of leaders, uh, including Singaporean leaders, have come out to condemn it. Mm. Because of course, uh, leaders of democracies will come out and condemn it, like Because in, if if, if people uh, yeah. feel empowered, yeah, if people feel empowered, cannot lah. Yeah. So that's so why I think in Singapore also, yeah, like all the backlash from netizens saying, "Oh, you know, use my trace together for police and all." But I think the politicians in Singapore are like, "Fuck yeah, man! Thank God <laughs> we are not at the level of America right now. Yeah. Fucking people can complain on internet. You know, complain on internet. Just leave our parliament house alone." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This way, this way, Singapore, you got rap video that is like somewhat seditious. Also, kind of fuck. Yeah. You know, public enemy number one. Wow, in the US, they climb walls, break windows, chibi man. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it is is another event which makes people just go, makes me go, just go like, what else can can happen in the US? I nothing, yeah. nothing is surprising anymore. Yeah, so. I, I think that's what I feel. I, I really feel for 
the people born in this, uh, you know, maybe born from like, I don't know, in the late 2000s or 2000s onwards and the, the consciousness only knows like a little bit of Obama's presidency and maybe, and now Trump's presidency, uh, where they think that the, there's probably this belief that, oh, politics is always this crazy and all that, lah, right? Because, cause, yeah. I mean, you only really started seeing shit go crazy like uh, in the in the last in the last ten years, like uh, with Trump and then and the internet conspiracy theories and everything like, and then now they're all coming to light and and actually becoming real and all this. But but that also has to do with social media and internet, right? Because mm. politics probably has always been crazy, like just yeah. in the '90s. All we know, Bill Clinton, you know, like yeah. oh, you know, there's a one scandal. Oh my god, the world is going to end. Yeah. Now fucking Bill Clinton's scandal, what he came on a blue dress. Yeah. That's essentially it, exactly. and he had an uh, extramarital affair, like that's, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. like the biggest scandal was, of his yeah, time. Th- like. That was the biggest scandal. So, so yeah, so what I'm saying is like <laughs> having a reality TV star, you know, come from selling sticks and ties and 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 bad TV shows. To becoming the president and all it's like I, I think Ooh. like you know anyone born in the 80s or 90s that would have seemed absolutely impossible right? that, that would have been like yeah. there's no way this kind of this joker would have become president but in 2021 here we are man like it's just all Americans storming their own Capitol Hill oh, okay yeah totally possible totally possible <laughs> and in some way I think Trump would also he I mean he it's a brilliant tactic. It's fucking horrible, but it's a brilliant tactic because in his supporters' minds, he was uh, wrong, right? Mm. Uh, he's the rightful winner. And his son's speech, I think earlier this morning, was like, you know, this is no longer their Republican Party. It is the Trump's Republican Party and it is the start of a journey or something. Like, holy shit. I don't think this shit is going to end, man. Yeah. So going forward, what, what have you heard are the... Might might happen, you know. In the next, I mean, Trump has about two weeks left, lah, in power. Yeah, two weeks. But uh, what what have you heard that could happen to him as a re- as part of the repercussions of this whole thing? I have seen some talk about how he's mentioned before that he wants to pardon himself mm. because I think he's he's got a lot of potential lawsuits against him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, correct. But I he, I don't know whether he can pardon himself while he's uh in a presidency or something. Mm. I've heard this one thing where he would vacate mm. Vice Pence and Mike Pence would become the president and then get Pence to pardon, pardon him. him. Yeah, yeah. So, but I've also, so that's one thing. Yeah, the other one is the... Um, I think there's... In the constitution, there's somewhere where the cabinet of the president, that means including the... Uh, headed by the vice president and, and, and all the cabinet can actually have the power to uh, decide that the president is not... Um, it's not capable of ful- 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 sorry fulfilling his mm, duties, oh yeah, yeah. and they can actually remove him from power, la. So, so that is like mm. it, it, I think it was drafted in the, as a means to um, protect America against, let's say, uh, you know, someone who loses his mind or is just really incapable of making decisions or just physically being a president anymore, but refuses to let go of power. Then his cabinet yeah. actually can step in and do it. But obviously, uh, it looks very bad, la. It looks like a coup. It looks like. And, and it looks like disunity within the party and everything. So it's also a very big step to to take. Uh. So I don't know, some of the Nancy Pelosi and all that have called for Mike Pence to do it, but uh, whether he'll do it, I think, um, hard to say. Like, I mean, it's just two weeks. Like, if they can just, if they can just, you know, like put him on a golf course for two, the next two weeks and just make sure he doesn't have access to his Twitter and everything, which... I mean, he is banned from Twitter and Facebook, right? Indefinitely. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, for the next two weeks yeah. at least, I think. Oh my god! So, so yeah, hopefully it'll just it'll just ride out until the next president takes over, And and we know when Joe Biden takes over, the POTUS uh, Twitter account will reset to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard that that news as well. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, because they don't want 100%. they 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 want you to have to start from scratch, right? They don't want you to carry on off off of someone else's, uh, yeah, yeah, efforts correct. or whatever, lah, right? Yeah, which actually makes sense. Holy makes sense. shit! Yeah, it makes sense. It makes it sense. Should have been done from the very start. Holy shit, man! Yeah. You mean for Trump it wasn't? I thought it was. No, no, no. For Trump it wasn't. So between Obama to Trump, I think it all carried on over. Oh, to he just Trump. took over. Yeah, right. oh. That's why it wow. just accumulates, and then and then I guess. Yeah, if you are Obama supporter, then to suddenly be, be become a Trump follower is just like what? Fucking crazy, yeah. yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking Oof, of, but that one, yeah, yeah. Okay, go on. Sorry, uh, I could feel a segue. No, no. Uh, what? yeah, but but speaking of um, shit, I lost the segue already. <laughs> 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 I segue the segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you take a shot at this one? Uh. Speaking of uh, a white person causing disarray. Ah, yeah. Why does it always have to be about race? <laughs> Why does it always come down to race? Hey, is the next topic to is care? about race. The next topic is about race at its core, okay? <laughs> the, I bet your fucking uh, like segue was also about that. I was trying to avoid having to talk about race because I don't want everything to be seen through the lens of race. That's why... Okay, anyway, okay yeah, then go, go, how, go how are you going to segue it? You know, like the games the games Trump is playing mm. is also uh, sets the context for a game that came into question oh, that's not the, ah, see, the past week. I see, that's good, that's good. That's good without race. Uh, okay, I, was, uh, I remember, okay, now I remember yeah. what I was going to say. I was going to say, yeah, like, the building blocks of democracy got destroyed. But how about the, you know, the other blocks and tiles of this, of this oh, fundamental Lord. game? <laughs> la. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. But yeah. All right. So since, uh, since you, uh, your yours is the last segue. Mm. Want to give the uh, the context? Uh, basically, there was a Texas-based, uh, company called the Mahjong Line, that just uh, a few days ago released a whole new line of um, redesigned Mahjong tiles. Uh, the Mahjong is the the Chinese game that a lot of uh. Chinese people like to play because it's part gambling, part strategy and everything. But um, there's a group of women um, headed by this lady called Kate. La. On her quest to purchase a first Mahjong set, uh, I'm reading from her About Us um, page. Uh, Kate discovered that the mm. artwork of the traditional Mahjong tiles, while beautiful, was all the same and did not reflect the fun that, was had, had, that she had when playing with her friends. And nothing came close to mirroring her personality and style. And so there was so much potential in the words and expressions called out during a game that she decided the, the venerable game needed a respectful refresh. Enter Annie and Bianca, Kate's mahjong partners in crime, uh, who also have a unique personality, style, and creativity in abundance. Together, they hatched a plan to bring mahjong to the stylish masses, and the collective baby, the mahjong line, was born. Yeah, so basically this group of like three, um, I mean, okay, la, I have to bring it up. La. Three Caucasian <laughs> three Caucasian ladies um, who yeah. play Mahjong on a regular basis with each other decided that Mahjong, the original Mahjong tiles are not cool enough to reflect their style and personalities. So they got, went out of the way to recreate a whole new line of Mahjong tiles in uh, various colors, la, various colors, various designs. And um and then sell it for exorbitant like luxury prices on the internet lah. 
Um, mm. And that has caused a lot of people to go crazy and accusations of cultural appropriation and disrespect to the Chinese culture going out there. So um, yeah. since then, the ladies have, I mean, it's, it's gone international, it's gone viral. I mean, South China Morning Post, CNN all covered it. Um, the ladies have put out an apology on their website. They've taken down most of the of the original copy that they had, but they are still selling the mahjong tiles as you know, yeah. as, as their own works of art and everything lah, and and for the same exorbitant prices uh. So um, yeah, yeah. So so this it's it's another big one uh, cultural appropriation. So what do you think of yeah. of this when you first heard of it? So when I first heard of it, um. It was through a WhatsApp a link I got in a WhatsApp group, and then I went. It was a some Facebook Asian focused Facebook page that posted it, kind of like chastising it already. And at that point in time, it already had like six thousand shares, so it was going viral as fuck, mm. So then at first I was thinking, okay, um, but you know you have luxury brands like uh, apparently I think Hermes yeah. also released like some crazy forty thousand dollar. Uh, mahjong set mm, mm. and then I was thinking is there anything wrong with just okay they might not be Chinese uh, then they, but they are making a premium mahjong set mm. uh, what's so culturally appropriative about that mm. but then as I looked at the tiles and I read the website I was like wow eh. yeah. um, did they did they have to do it I mean it it, it, it it reeks of not being aware of maybe mahjong's history or cultural context mm. But yeah, so, but actually, so what I do you never mean, played what mahjong do you mean, in my life. What can can you give a little bit of context, especially since it's a Chinese thing? I don't want to give a context that seems too biased, lah. Yeah, okay. So from from my non Chinese perspective, um, and reading the copy on their website, which they have since changed, I think you were reading from a screenshot, lah, that that yep. someone took. Yep. Um, the it yeah the the just saying stuff like it needed a respectful refresh, you know, like um. I think sometimes the and and somewhere else I saw they said the unnecessary numbers on the tiles, mm. um, you know the colors are not distinct enough to change that and then replace it with more modern, mm. uh, symbols like soap and uh, I don't know soap bags and of balls and uh, bags of flour and all that. That's when I'm like, huh? Mm. Uh, I think that is that that is uh literally changing the game. You know, change the game. Okay, then don't call it mahjong. Mm. You know, you call it something else or something. But they so did. They called it. Like, they oh. did call it American. I mean, it is an American variation of mahjong, lah. As in, there are literally different rules from the original mahjong. Is it? Oh, was it? Yeah. I saw the term American mahjong. Mm. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. So. So it's got different rules. It has different rules, and in fact, um, I mean, according to Reddit, lah, people and I don't play mahjong, so I don't really know the rules. I, I mean, I sort of know the rules, but I don't really can't really vouch for them either. Uh, but yeah. I read on Reddit that some say that this, even their version of American Mahjong is not the actual American Mahjong rules. Uh, it's like their own housewives made rules. Uh. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So that, that was, that was where uh, my starting point or my second, my, after I had a starting point, it evolved a bit. But where were you at? Um, I mean, I was ready to explode because, uh, you know, Chinese, cultural heritage, things like that. And, um, I mean, in my mind, it was like three middle-aged Karens, uh, like just like thinking that they're superior to Chinese people, mm. and like because when you look at mahjong tiles, at least from my memory, a lot of the the artwork on the mahjong tiles actually are actual like 
Chinese letters or Chinese words or or Chinese symbols are symbols that are very um, important in Chinese culture, like the dragon and the bamboo and stuff like that, like, right? So mm. yeah, so I thought, oh, they mean they're, they're not respecting even the language. Also, they're shitting on the language, you know, by by changing the 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 Chinese numerals to Roman numerals and things like that. Um, yeah, then then but as I look through the set and all, uh, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, like, the 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 I think the Mahjong tiles are still very ugly. They're not. They're not exactly. I not not still very ugly. I said this set that they've designed are not aesthetically pleasing. Uh. Uh, mm. they look very very confusing for for a player. Um, but but at the same time, they. I mean, at least on some of the sets, they still use the the Chinese characters and everything. You see, so mm. so in some ways, I was like, hmm, why why should I be much more much more angry about this? Uh, even though I don't even play the game, I'm Chinese, but I don't play the game. Uh, it, it doesn't mean as much to me as it probably means to other people in my in my culture and all that, lah. But but is it? It's it's kind of like when when you have a game, a very beloved long game like Monopoly and all that, right? And then they mm. have the Star Wars edition where they change the names of the of the roads, or they change the they change the tokens they use, or or whatever, like Whatever special edition of 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 Monopoly they have and things like that. Mm, yeah, yeah. Is that is that gonna be a very big deal? Like like let's say like even like chess, right? You know, you have a Star Wars edition of a chessboard or a Game of Thrones edition of a chessboard, and the fans lap yeah. it up, lah. So would would it be the same if there was a Game of Thrones edition of a mahjong set, lah? Would it would it be called cultural appropriation or, or what what what's wrong with it, lah? You know, that's why that's what I've been trying to struggle with for a while, lah. I mean, I mean, I understand there's a lot of outrage and all that, but but. Yeah, like like I was trying to logically look at it and like if they still included the Chinese numerals and the Chinese some of the Chinese symbols, not all of them, then can we accuse them of cultural appropriation? So yeah, so I think I, I think what I feel so this one, I totally agree that they can maybe change the designs uh and do a specific edition of the mahjong and all that. I think that one, if people get pissed off, then I think that's a bit unrealistic. I think it's just um, a whole bunch of things that it was like the perfect storm of uh, doing something stupid. Mm. Um, and and the copy, you know, they were saying like, you know, modern size for legibility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, give the artwork room to breathe and to improve the yeah, legibility. Your eyes will thank you. Uh, in Needing a refresh. Because I think we have spoken about this many times. Like, you know, when, when there's... Uh, theme of cultural appropriation and I think one thing that I remember you saying last time is that there's a, a certain level of uh, like respect mm. uh, which is hard to quantify yep. uh, I know we spoke about it at length during the podcast that I fucked up and uh, didn't record oh yes yes <laughs> or something with yeah. the recording about the tap dance and the lion dance yeah, yeah. Uh, being combined right yep. so I think in this case because even if you google there are actually a lot of mahjong variations no? mm-hmm. if you look just uh, even uh, Tianqing mahjong I, I saw some people already saying oh you know since when the fuck does mahjong have a joker card yeah. don't don't try and gentrify mahjong but Tianqing mahjong apparently has seven jokers mm-hmm. you know um and there's like South African mahjong. Yeah. There is Vietnamese. There's Western classical mahjong. So there are a lot of different variations. Um, but the way they do it, I assume, would be less kind of like, oh, you know, this is old. This is like boomer mahjong. Mm. We're going to come up with the millennial mahjong. And then yeah. they make it cheeky. There's a personality quiz. And correct, doesn't correct. help that in this day and age, 
they didn't really try to even set the context for why they want to do this refresh mm. in a way that is more palatable. Yeah. I think so so what you're saying is that if they said that all these mahjong tiles are for like housewives who maybe can't can't deal with the 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 original mahjong tiles because of various reasons, are legibility and, and understanding of culture and language and all that, then then it'd be more appropriate lah. That's when people wouldn't be so angry, lah, right? I think all at least just show that okay, you all you understand the culture. You mean even like when you read the copy, you know, buying her first mahjong set. Yeah. Uh, and just friends who play recreationally, as opposed to someone who has been like you know playing mahjong for fifteen years, mm-hmm. understands the culture. I know it's a very difficult, it's a very fine line. But I think when it comes to copy and communications, you you need to be aware of it, especially if your business exists online, la. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I I did I I did also have those thoughts. Is this really cultural appropriation? And then you know, like, how do we know that this person doesn't know about the culture and all that, lah? Um, but then I did go and uh, go through the website a little further. Not tr- not if you go to the website now, it's it's been scrubbed, so it's you won't yeah, find all this. Been scrubbed, like, yeah. But if you go to the archive of it, you'll find there are some promotional pictures of of them and I don't know the people, the employees or people in the office playing the mahjong. And I think the most damning thing to me was that was that one of the three co-founders, or at least two or three, two out of three of them. We're wearing kimonos in the promotional photos, <laughs> la. <laughs> so in case people don't oh know, my God. kimono is a very Japanese uh, cultural ethnic attire. So it's not; it's definitely not to be confused with Chinese ethnic attire. What so for the f- for these like <laughs> white middle aged housewives to be wearing kimonos and then talking about mahjong tiles and selling mahjong tiles and saying that they are they need they need a refresh. Um, it has this it, yeah, it reeks of like uh, very colonial like cultural appropriation in the, in the sense that it's just saying that because yeah the when it's played by Chinese people or, or Asian people it's it's not cool uh, then now that we've done it it's like cool and it's sprightly and, and adds personality so that's why I think like what you said at the start is that the whole package everything that they did in their copy and their website and the, the look and the fact that their management team is all these like three demographically and, and ethnic ethically uh, ethnically similar uh, people uh, the whole thing just looks yeah. bad la, right yeah and I mean if you if you go to the, this this awesome website called the Wayback Machine did you use that no I didn't, I didn't yeah so the Wayback Machine if you keep the Wayback Machine is the they call themselves the internet archive la, mm. and they take snapshots of like every website imaginable for over and I think they started doing it like 10 years ago so if you ever want to find out what a website looked like in the past right go to waybackmachine.com mm. enter the URL and you can see la, and there was a snapshot of this website taken on 4th January mm. that I'm looking at right now and certain copy that used to be there but is no longer there they use terms like exquisitely made for a life well played mm. uh, not your mama's mahjong um <laughs> Uh, we honor the heritage, but like a bit of bitch of age. Yeah. The mahjong line is for jaunty girls playing a civilized game with a wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we are rethinking what mahjong looks like. We celebrate the joie de vivre or whatever fuck. Joie de vivre. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, joie de vivre of mahjong with original artwork and a color explosion. Yeah. So, so it just feels like um okay lah. So obviously they they were very proud of of how they were kind of. Uh, re- revigorating it in invigorating mm. they were probably thinking you know let's disrupt the mahjong industry yeah, yeah exactly you can just imagine like over a glass of wine let's disrupt the mahjong yeah. but actually actually yeah so I ask you so 
uh, let's say you are you are Kate, you're one of those women, the three co-founders right now, or at least not mm. right now, but beforehand. How would you have done things differently to avoid the situation that they're in now, lah? What would you have done wow. differently? I mean, other than Ooh. not release it, lah. You know that one. I I mean, I think it's a what no, we're gonna do I here mean, is think, give suggestions on how people can yeah, think about no, things. And and like just just to be clear, I I actually have no issues with people adapting something that is classical and traditional and kind of building on it, lah. Yeah. I mean, anything in the creative world, anything in arts is is more often than not building on someone else's work or idea. Yeah. And I think that is the evolution of culture, lah. So I think they should definitely release it. They definitely have all right to release it. Mm. Um, but what to do? I have no... I mean, first of all, just have someone like a fucking uh, mahjong consultant or something so that if you see, if someone sees you wearing a kimono doing promo material, just just slap you in the face. <laughs> la. Yeah, yeah, correct. Just slap just you in the face. throw a history textbook at your face. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, not history, the, the map. Oh, yeah, or like yeah, the correct, fucking correct. Yeah, map or whatever fuck. Yeah. So... Um, I think it's a lot of minor, like minor tweaks. At first, I was thinking, should they have released the original uh, tile set first and then have these these updates? But that is almost including a new product. And like, if you're starting a new product-based company already, margins are probably. Okay, I'm guessing their margins are actually quite healthy, like, mm. because they're selling it for 425 US, right? Yeah, yeah. Correct. So maybe something that contextualizes the first one, so that you still give it the due. Okay. Um. You you show it the due respect and all that, yep. and then you have your versions, lah. And I know I can imagine some people saying, "Oh, you know why you have to kowtow to the liberal snowflakes and all this shit." Mm. But ultimately, if you are building a business, you need to take into account the the zeitgeist of society at that point in time, right? Yep. And if you, I think sometimes like yeah, it's easy to stand and like you know just do what you think is you know I'm I'm gonna make this for middle age uh women. I'm gonna do it. But then you're just hurting your business, lah. Mm. Yeah. That being said, right, I think their business is gonna do even better now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's but, it's quite. There's quite a lot of things you said that are quite interesting, uh, Like like all art, like you think about, um, anyone on YouTube doing a cover song, right? Like they are not. Yeah. I'm not the weekend, but if I decide to do a cover of the weekend songs or something like that, uh, you should be allowed to do it, lah. Right? You should. You mm, should be allowed mm. to just go and try your own style and yeah, like let people share on it all. Um, yeah. But where it's insensitive, I guess, is like when you are dealing with yeah, uh, something that people see not only their culture, but also they see their language on the tiles, they see uh, cultural symbols on the tiles, then you have to be a bit more careful. Like, I don't know whether at this point, yeah, like, like what you said, where you hire a consultant or, or even just have have more uh, representation, more ethnic representation in your team, right? Like maybe, yeah. I mean, as much as, but even if you do, probably someone will say that it's token. But at least if you see, if I see the photos, I see hey, there are also other uh, Asian people in that group there and, and maybe they already raised this with them and they, they've thought through these issues, right? It's a bit yeah, like it's exactly. a bit like the what we were discussing last week about the, the FA and the Cavani, that issue, where... But if I knew for a fact that the FA had hired like linguistics experts in the whole thing, then I would say that yeah lah, okay lah, they are, I think I think they've done their homework lah, right? And then I will I will hesitate to second I will hesitate to call them out so quickly lah, mm. right? So so in this case, even if it's tokenism or whatever, at least you show that there's some uh representation there lah. 
And uh, yeah, because like what you said, like, I think there's a lot of variations of mahjong tiles over time. And some people just collect it as beautiful art, like, right? Like like whether it's a Hermes set or a, or a set that was made in the 20s in, in, in Brooklyn or uh, for a Jewish family or whatever like that. Because a lot, apparently a lot of older Jewish, uh, genera- the older Jewish generation, they also they also play a lot of mahjong, uh, apparently. Yeah. So so it's 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 very hard to just like ring fence the the whole thing and say that you cannot play it any other way. Otherwise, is is you know is is cultural appropriation is terrible and all that law. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, because so, I also want to see mahjong, like you know, have have its time in the sun, like how chess now has its time in the sun because of Queen's Gambit, lah, right? And it's yeah, because yeah. you know you allow you you modernize the game by by you know like the Queen's Gambit. I think was a it was written based on a a male a male chess player, but it was now it's a female lead and everything. And it's very it's very um, appropriate for the times that we're in, lah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so so take for example, if I wanted to do like a, a Indian version of mahjong, uh. I would definitely take a picture with you and me holding it. <laughs> <laughs> so you consulted with your one or uh, one one of a few <laughs> close Chinese friends you have, lah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so if they say any, if they say it's okay, means it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I yeah, know. So I mean, ultimately, even if it's totally frivolous, right? It just, uh, it's just a defense, lah. Yeah. I think that's why, like, I mean, I look at the picture of them in the on the Wayback Machine website. I mean, the the latest about us. If you go to the website now, it's just text. Yeah. But if you go back to fourth January, right? There's a picture of three of them, and like, it just looks like, wow, you're doing this thing. Have you no awareness of the yeah. current situation online where already the Karen? was uh, one of the big things that came out of 2020, right? Yeah. That is like a, a textbook dictionary or picture Karen of three is. Karens. La. Any kid and Karen Bianca. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Like, fuck, like, how to... I mean, you whether whether or not the whole Karen thing you know, is right or wrong is a whole different topic. The fact is that's on people's consciousness now. And if yeah. you're building a business, you need to be cognizant of that. La. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fox, yeah. But maybe maybe that's ah. why you know, like you said, like this is the this is the marketing they needed to to really like, like push yeah. push sales through the roof. Uh. No, I think they will do better now after this. Yeah, that's why. It's quite it's yeah. quite crazy. La. But um yeah, I mean maybe maybe we don't we're not catching something here because we also don't play Mahjong. Maybe there's something mm. more to it that, that we we need to understand. Like library, like, I think for context, I think uh, Harish and I the lost podcast that we have um, was was talking about a you know the performance of I think ballet dancers who were donning donning the lion dance costumes as part of their performance and um, yeah yeah like, there was an outrage about it and and it's because the specific context of lion dance troops and the history of lion dance and everything and lion dance as a dying art form is is a is a very real thing like. so there was a lot of anger and a lot of uh, unhappiness about it. So so as we broke it down, we we saw. And I think we we better understood why someone would feel so angry about it, lah. Whereas mahjong, mm. I think uh, we're not so well versed. Um, I mean, we we hear. I I heard less lah from like real mahjong experts and all that. So I would like to hear more from someone who actually plays mahjong and really respects its history as well, lah. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. God damn. Yep, yep, yep. But that's the uh, crazy world we live in. So funny. Uh, this this week is all about America. Uh, all about this. Differences in America. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, oh, America. But the, I think it's a lot of lessons or even for us in Singapore also. Lah, about, mm. about how, you know, words can, can trigger a lot of uh, 
trigger a lot of emotions in people. Just and the use of yeah. words, the use of words, like you can make a, the ugliest mahjong tiles ever, but if your words aren't as like, you know, oh, look at me, I'm so cool and you are so, you're such losers. If your words are yeah. not like that, uh, maybe it'll still be okay, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, if some kid comes and tells me, oh, you know, I think your look needs a refresh, yeah. whether or not it's true, I'll be like, fuck you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I will double down on my shitty look. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's a, uh, that yeah. was our goofy topic of the week. And then So now we are onto yeah. our one shock thing. Yeah. So for the week. what is your one shock thing of the week? My one shock thing is this uh comedy channel that I recently came across mm. called Long Beach Griffey. It's a YouTube YouTube channel that has been around I think for two, three years, but I mean okay. he's he's a decent size, but I was surprised I had never come across it. Mm. Okay, two point eight seven million subscribers. So what I like about this YouTuber in particular is that um, I think over the past year, I've noticed more and more YouTubers who really film sketches with just themselves. Mm. So the lighting is shit, their wigs are shit, the costume is shit, but it's just one or two minute sketches where you can obviously see that they're holding the camera and they play different characters and it's fucking raw. Mm. Um, and I think on a previous podcast, I mentioned this one YouTuber called Caleb City. Long Beach Griffey does similar stuff, but almost for controversial issues. Like some of the titles of his videos are like when your waiter is deaf, when your teacher, when you submit your suicide note to your teacher instead of your essay, mm. how cops were treating white protesters in DC. So to me, these kind of videos really epitomize what YouTube started out being and what was so nice about it. Like anyone can create a video in their room and be fucking hilarious. Mm. So I love it. Mm. No, wait, what do so you mean? I'm just so you're saying YouTube now versus YouTube back then, very different. La. Yeah, it's super different. What? Now, like. You still get these kind of, uh, I mean, it's it's more like TV now, lah. You know, you get, uh, it more. I mean, you get enough. How you say? Uh, it has become such a primary channel of inform information and entertainment that every kind of player was in it, lah. Now, when I mean, when we started doing YouTube twenty fourteen, it was still like okay, lah. YouTube is still new and like there are these people trying it out. Is it going to go mainstream? Is it, I guess 2014 maybe mainstream already. Mm-hmm. La. But there was a certain rawness to it that was nice. La. Okay, okay. So, so this channel came up I was like, wow, this, this, I like this guy. You like this guy? And where's he from? The US, the US. African-American guy. So the topics he does on also got some racial issues and all that. Oh, uh, I see, I see. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah I, I, I like him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now my... My my one shock thing this week is just a, uh, I mean it's sort of a, it's a news article so but it's a news article about about someone who hasn't been around the news for very for quite a while lah, um mm. and that person is Jack Ma, because uh, mm. apparently Jack Ma has gone missing and his last online activity was in October twenty twenty, and um it's it's a, uh, I mean everyone knows I think you all heard about the about his um, end financial IPO being scuttled by the Chinese government and and because because he had openly criticized the regulations of the financial industry in China and all that. So uh, the word is that he flew too close to the sun uh, and his wings got burnt and everything. And now there's speculation that he's in jail or he's dead or something like that. And uh, yeah, let's just... Yeah, that, like reading all the news then just made me go down a rabbit hole and just reading a bit more and asking a bit more about about why 
what what Jack Ma means to to Chinese people and to Westerners and everything like and then just you know just understanding that Jack Ma is like you know he he like defeated eBay in China and and he you know like really made a fortune for himself uh like really rags to riches kind of story not like not like um not like real estate tycoon or oil tycoons or that kind from Russia you know so he's someone mm. who's really respected both by the Chinese people and also by Westerners as well. And uh, yeah, so for him to just essentially go missing or disappear from the radar for so long, when when you know at one point he was like dressed as Michael Jackson for for Alibaba's like anniversary party or something like that, and then all just yeah, it's just a crazy story lah. It tells you how. So he's still missing. Uh yeah, he hasn't hasn't been seen. Uh, Fox, hasn't yeah. had any real activity since October twenty twenty. Since the IPO got scuttled and everything, lah. So, so the one shock thing is Jack Ma, the the Chinese business, or or what? Yeah, I mean, just as a the, I mean, his whole life and everything is it, just really crazy, lah. To to when you when you remember that where he came from and then what he became and then then now he's like missing and all. I I I don't know where this story ends, but it's just a uh, interesting rabbit hole to fall into. Um, once in a while, lah. Well, just to check out. Oh, so your one shock thing, your one shock thing is the mystery, The la. mystery, yeah, yeah, the mystery, I and see, I see. and sort of just seeing how, yeah, la, the world that we're in also sort of has has allowed these kind of things to happen and all, like You know, you hear a lot of like Chinese people getting executed for corruption or thrown in jail for bribery and things like that, and and then you you, I mean, you can't imagine something like that happening to Zuckerberg or or Jack Dorsey and all that, right? Like when they just disappear. Mm. But it's happening in China, lah. So it's pretty crazy, yeah, When you think about it. Wow. Yeah. So it's a it's a continuing story, lah. It's a continuing story, but uh, yeah, but it's hard to talk about it because we don't really know anything, and and then the only the only things that inspire me to go and like you know watch some of his old videos of him talking and and doing silly things like dancing as Michael Jackson on a motorcycle and all that, lah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, apparently, like, I mean, for him to like, there's some suspicion that he's lying low because there's investigations into his business, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the word is that that, um, definitely, like Alibaba and financial is going to be broken up. It's not going to be this giant entity anymore. Uh, you know, the it is basically the warning shot that yeah, lah, don't don't criticize the government. If not, like yeah, lah, you 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 lose even more, lah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So so yeah. If he's oh, lying low, that's that's probably for his own safety also, lah. In the world of billionaires, there was some other big news also. Oh, which was what? Elon Musk is now the richest man in the world. Oh really? Oh nice. Yeah, he went past Jeff Bezos. Wow. Fucking hell! He started twenty twenty with a net worth of twenty seven billion, and now he's under eighty four billion. No. Yeah. Fucking! If you have bought Tesla stock, right? Congrats, man. Did we ever overlap with him in school like, last time? No, right. No la, but we same school, same, same school, same, we same yeah, school is yeah. yeah, same school is Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same school is Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm school. very proud of that. La. All our yeah, all our 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 fellow alumni la. Yeah, yeah. Musk, Elon, uh, Elon Musk, and yeah, Trump. Yeah, Elon Musk and Trump. All these people making the news now. All the glitterati, that's why. Yeah. The glitterati. <laughs> and here we are talking about them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why. <laughs> um, what a way to end the podcast, man. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Thank you. 2021. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see what crazy news happens next week. Yep. All right. Peace.